guys, welcome back to Seeing 2020. Before we get started, don't forget to follow or subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode and follow us on Instagram at seeing underscore 2020. We're so happy to have you here. All right. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of Seeing 2020. I'm Alice. I'm Nicolette. I'm very very excited for this episode to be honest so am i um and i was actually just thinking i think feel like it flows on really well from our last episode um where you talked a little bit about daily habits a book that you were reading Mm. now we are recording these two episodes back to back so i'm still at you know chapter three (laughs) i have no progress (laughs) but (laughs) but but it, we've it, come it, a lot of way, in, a long way, a lot of way. Wow. But this is something that we've been talking about for a, a while because um, Nicola and I would Skype or Zoom or whatever during um, lockdown. And you more than me, but me sometimes too. Mm-hmm. We'd be dressed to the nines. Oh, yeah. We would we would have, you know, jeans on which i know a lot of people are like why would you, why would why would you wear jeans during a pandemic why why would you do that to yourself um and we would have you know a cute top on and then when it got colder like, nice near and we would have you know i wouldn't say a full beat face worth of makeup but we'd be wearing some makeup yeah and sometimes it was like i look i feel like i really went two ways um <laughs> in the lockdown either i would um be wearing active wear and not brush my hair mm-hmm or I'd be wearing my jeans, I'd be wearing my belt, I'd be, I'd have my little like winged eyeliner on, so I'd do fire. my hair, like, so you know, good. it was like, I am, I'm doing my makeup and I'm facing the day inside. Mm. Um, and you said it to me, you were like, whoever said we dress up for boys was so wrong. Yeah, and society. And we said that, I think, literally during an episode, and it would have been right when the lockdown was starting so i'm not sure which episode Mm. it was but we yeah it was literally said um and i think i kind of wanted like again coming back to routine i wanted to come back to this point because again with everything going on routine has been thrown out the window and yet we've tried to keep it in different ways and i know for me makeup um and putting it on in the morning and using it as a way to it's almost like a ritual where this is part mm. of my getting ready this is part of my you know morning wind up sort of a situation and it's also mm. like part of going out at night you know you wear a new look this is oh it's like it's almost like a a new day only it's night you know <laughs> if that makes sense mm. but yeah no i think that for me during lockdown wearing makeup i wouldn't do it constantly and i wouldn't wear a lot but more days than not i would be you know putting on a little bit of foundation like as concealer or whatever um wearing a bit of blush putting on a bit of mascara and then being like okay cool wearing my outfit i'm ready to do whatever i'm ready to do like showing showing up for the day dressing for the job has always kind of been half a mental game for me i think I, i wanted to ask you though how much do you think that is um the way that you feel when you're when you're ready like that like when you're dressed like that when you've got the makeup on and how much do you think it is the actual ritual of getting ready oh that's a good question um I think I do think it's a mix of both I think it's kind of like a almost like a war paint situation where it's (laughs) you're getting ready for the day and this is modern warfare 
like and modern war makeup very brave heart of me i know uh but but like i do think having had the ritual of especially the nighttime like going out with your friends to the club or to a restaurant and getting dressed up that was taken away during lockdown i think that made it very clear how much of it is ritualistic and how much of that i did miss and i think we did for a very very short amount of time mm. anyway between the first and the second wave get um get a bit of that back i know i did go out for for one dinner with you as well um all social distancing and very safe obviously but you know being able to put on a pair of boots and have that mm. extra height and you know put on a winged eyeliner and not just some mascara it was you know and have my music going it was kind of like oh i remember this i remember i remember how this feels i remember doing this and like again having the ritual taken away reminded me when i came back to it that a it existed and b that i did miss it because i did love it yeah but but it's funny because i think you know that it's definitely not like actively for anyone else when we wear makeup like it is for us and it is for how it makes us feel Mm. but I found that the, what you just said about, like, dressing for the job and, like, putting on your wall paint and whatever, interesting because that is still almost a social expectation. I think it's undeniable that there is a social expectation. There is um, a lot of the time a gender norm. Like, we can try and say that it's totally for us, but I do think that, in part, context comes into it. This is my English brain annotations, you know, going wild right now. Like you can't remove a lot of the times the author from their context. And I think it's the same for a human in their own context. Like whether that is cultural or societal or, you know, economic, depending on what kind of makeup you can afford, even like the sorts of makeup that's out there. I know for the longest time that, you know, I can't, I can't remember which brand. I think it was Fenty, which is by Rihanna, who is uh, a black woman. There wasn't very, um, there weren't very many colors in the mm. color range of, of foundation um, that was available to people. So I think that like a person's ability to dress up is very determined and not even dress up, just present themselves in a certain way, makeup or clothing or otherwise is determined by their society. Yeah. Yeah. In a lot of ways. I think I think that is undeniable. And I also think that it's great that we do live in a society where we can wear, you know, different styles of makeup and clothing and everything else and mm. we're not restricted. I think that's where the liberation comes from. Yeah. It's also hard though because I like I get a lot of joy from wearing makeup. Like I get a lot of joy from doing the makeup and from um, from the whole process and then from from feeling beautiful as well once like you know like if you do your makeup and you feel good like that that's a it's a nice way to feel um, mm. and it's hard like you know I, I that is something I will keep doing um, because of the joy that it brings me but is that something that I should be pushing back against if it's a, a, a gender social norm that I have internalized like Mm. do do you know what I mean like Mm. I don't know no I I get you because I think that idea that's interesting actually that you bring that up I think the idea of like oh I'm putting on makeup and now I'm beautiful you know it's the maybe she was born with it maybe it's Maybelline conundrum at the end of the day it's (laughs) like 
did you do you feel good in your own skin or does the makeup make you feel good and then what happens when you take it off yes and I think ideally like you know we would we would have a self-conception where we would feel equally beautiful with or without makeup and Mm -hmm. wearing makeup would be fun and we would feel beautiful and we'd enjoy that and we would also take it off and be like damn I look beautiful with a bare face too Hmm. I know a lot of people don't I I I think that for me it's actually fun taking the makeup off at the end because I'm like, whoa, I remember to take it off because I'm a bit bad with that sometimes. Um, <laughs> but it does, like, I actually, I think that one way if you are struggling with, like, seeing yourself as beautiful in both lightings, um, to, uh, like, one way to kind of get to that is to have a routine after the fact like after makeup so I like you know like putting on you know a bit of moisturizer or something like some kind of face cleanser or whatever Mm. that in and of itself is a process and it's taking care of yourself as your skin and makeup does the same thing you're taking care of yourself emotionally or mentally or physically or whatever you know Mm. however you want to frame that it's actually something I quite I mean I I think routine and ritual is so important like Mm. you know I've i have a lot of little like you know little journaling rituals or um you know even just like my coffee in the morning or my tea in the evening like that Mm. that stuff's really really important to me and I think that um I go through phases where like makeup plays a similar role or like my skincare routine plays a similar role like I'm less consistent with those things than I am with my coffee (laughs) and my tea but yeah um but they they do they are really important to me um but that's something I quite like about the influencer trend of like get ready with me videos Mm. um because they show the whole process and it's just like oh this is what I do to like you know this is what I do to my appearance before I go out which like maybe is problematic to like be telling young girls that they should spend half an hour on their makeup in the morning but I like Mm. that they they're not like they don't come on the camera and be like oh no I can't possibly talk to you before I've got my makeup on like it's like this is a ritual this is part of my day I like it I'm going to talk to you while I do it I quite like that I do too I think that the potential issues like you've already brought one up of oh I need to wear makeup in and of itself could be problematic um but the other thing is a lot of the comments on those YouTube videos end up being, oh, but they have flawless skin anyway. Why is she ruining it by putting foundation on? Oh, I'd kill to have that. You know, like yeah, that can be like presenting someone who's already perceived or that people just kind of put on a pedestal as perfect, um, then put on makeup, you know, can make other people feel quite bad about themselves. Um, again, I think that is a personal thing that varies from individual to individual. Yeah, and I think everyone needs to stop telling other people <laughs> what to do. Like, mm-hmm. you see comments on those videos. Like, like there are literally makeup tutorial videos. And you'll go to the comments and there will be hundreds of comments saying, oh, but you're so much more beautiful without makeup. And it's like, okay, I see that maybe there was a good intention there. Maybe. Mm. Maybe not. But, like, you know, maybe there was a good intention there. But... That's not the point. This, like, you know, that's not the point here. It's a makeup tutorial. Like, mm. yeah, she's she's beautiful both ways, of course. He's beautiful both ways. Whatever. Like, it, um, don't like. There's. It shouldn't be this like more beautiful, less beautiful. Like, 
you don't oh you don't need makeup but of course no one needs makeup of course you don't need it hmm. actually before i'm going to come back to that because the other point i was going to make with the video was that like on the flip side you get to see like a celebrity's really really dark circles or you like some sort yeah. of floor and they will say that oh this is what i do to hide this which a lot of those beauty tutorials don't do a lot of the time they're just jumping into yeah. the look rather than like addressing that you know oh i have really you know um i have discoloration i have this i have that the other um and that's quite good but then the other problem with those videos having now said like this is a problem this is a good thing another problem would be um like sometimes the products are so expensive or unnecessary like there's those like balls that they massage their face with i don't know it's a whole thing <laughs> <laughs> i'm also realizing what i just said um <laughs> but oh like <laughs> but like they're a weird like they they there is a, an unattainability to that kind of process that comes with you know massive wealth and and status and celebrity which i i think the ordinary person can't quite get around um but yeah no i do think that it is nice seeing someone go from bare to made up um and also having fun and experimenting with different looks because it is a form of self-expression in a lot of ways um it's not a lot of it isn't concealing it's actually revealing if that makes sense yeah my um my friend boppy um in england she's really interesting she's been like experimenting with makeup a lot over um but, like obviously the lockdown in england has been much more intense than it's mm. been here in australia um and she's been posting it on instagram her like eyeshadow every day and they've, they've been really cool um but she's always seen makeup as like a mm. creative thing and i find it interesting because i i do too um but I don't think Boppy ever wears foundation. It's only, you know, she'll do, like, a beautiful, like, elaborate eyeshadow, but she won't try and conceal, like, pimples mm. or imperfections. Whereas, like, for me, I do. Like, yeah. I do. Um, my, my makeup is it, – it's not just creative. It is also to hide my blemishes and to, like, you know, because that makes me feel more confident going mm. into my day. Um, and And – I, I like mm. doing that, but I, I think that's interesting. You're right. Like that for, for her, that's um, her revealing like parts of her personality through like a creative expression rather than um, trying to like, like meet some perfect ideal of like mm. clear skin and yeah. big eyes. But that yeah. in and of itself actually is quite interesting. I know there's a YouTube video out there, which is like French makeup versus um, American makeup. And you've got to understand that the culturally even and like continentally, there are differences in how we do our makeup. Like I know currently the American makeup trend is very much based off of a Kardashian um, makeup routine where it's, you know, very big eyes, false lashes, you know, heavy contouring, lots of foundation, overlining mm. the lips. Whereas the French is very minimal in comparison um and effortless in that it, you know it is meant to be a five to ten minute thing that you do in the morning rather than half an hour and I think mm. that is interesting too because I personally I'm quite I think I'm quite minimalistic like the clothing that I wear is pretty monochromatic 
um, when I buy something, I go out with the intent of like, okay, I know what I'm looking for. Does it match everything else in the wardrobe? Like there, there is a sense of cohesion. Um, and I do that with my makeup too. Like I'll find, I think the other thing with it is like, um, finding products that work for you, that can be quite fun. Yes. Expensive over the years. But once you find it, it's like, Oh, I've, I've found this that works really well for me. And for me anyway, when it turns into more than 10, 15 minutes, it's because the wing stuffed up on my, my eye. It's always frustrating. Can't get the wing right. <laughs> so there are different angles and it's like, good God. But, um, yeah, I think that that is quite interesting seeing the different cultural things but I wanted to come back to what you were talking about before about people having opinions about your makeup I'll jump in with a a little like um side like I don't know anecdote like similar not quite the same but similar like I was walking with my boyfriend the other day and um my feet hurt so much like I was wearing these ridiculous heels not not even ridiculous they were just like heeled boots Mm. but they were new and they hurt like we're talking like I don't know three inches oh okay like not not that high um and it was like there was no judgment or anything it wasn't like a like you shouldn't be wearing that comment but that he was like why do you wear heels Mm. like if they hurt why are you wearing them and like the fact is with that, like, I have no answer other than because I like looking taller and it makes my legs look thinner and that makes me happy. Mm. Like, which is I like quite problematic, to be honest. Mm. No. I don't know. I, 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 no, I get you. I feel you. I think that it is interesting, especially with guys, because, I, and I think this does come into the whole gender disparity and gender norm situation. I think for the longest time, women, like, you know, go back to Marie Antoinette, they had, you know, the whole white face situation. And then, you know, we went into the 50s and you had to be very, very made up and, you know, everything in between. Mm. I think we've kind of gone in the last, I don't know, how how many years from being, you know, having having women need to be made up and what is traditionally called presentable um which includes makeup to accepting that they don't need that and so this other wave of feminism that's come in i guess if we want to call it that and associate it with feminism um has meant that a lot of modern men think that the way to go about it is saying but you don't need makeup you don't need it i know we were saying that before and my forefathers said it but it's not true i revoke that statement you don't need it. Why do you wear it? And I like, I actually like when they ask questions like that, like the curiosity of why do you wear that then? And, and yeah, like, yeah. I think that comes out of curiosity, but then being very blunt about, you don't need it. No, don't wear it. Don't do that. It's kind of like you're missing the point. The point is you should be able to do what you want with your body and your face and yeah. everything else. And Yes, there are different levels of makeup and, and that's okay. Like, you know, you might like one more than the other and like, but it's not up to you to tell. That's the like, thing. It's well intended. Yes, it's well intended. And I appreciate that. But male or female, it's not really up to you to tell somebody else how they should look. Yes. Don't get me wrong. The other day I was heading out and I know like, um, it's getting to the end of, you know, I guess, you know, this little 
interlude of freedom um, before the second wave. And I had just seen a Barbara Palvin video and I was like, oh my God, I want to do that look, even though it was daytime. And then my sister was like, mm, that's a bit of a night look. Like it's a bit much for the day. So even the fact that there's a different night and day look is interesting, but it just kind of was like, crap, I wanted to make the most of today and I wanted to have fun with this, but she is right. And it was a lot, but it was just kind of like, damn it. Like just wanted to wear this. And yes, it would have been a bit extra and a bit too much. And it would have fallen off by the end of the day. Like my face falls off by the end of the day. Who's doesn't? But yeah, it was just very interesting to be like, no, you're right. Damn it. But also I wish I could wear it. And there's no, why, why not? I know, but also it it was, it was interesting because it's like, for particular makeup looks, there's like space, there's a particular space for particular makeup looks. And again, in the environment and time that we're in, it's like, that's, has been taken away somewhat. You, yeah. you don't have the night a lot of the time to go out like we used to. No one is going dancing. No one is going clubbing. Nobody's batting their eyelashes at anybody. You know, nobody's having fun with the girls and like, oh my God, your makeup looks great. And I think, for me anyway, part of the ritual, especially at nighttime getting ready, was going that, you know, being a bit bolder with the eyeshadow and, and the lip and, you know, thinking about what was going to happen during the night and having that vision of like, oh, this is going to happen and then maybe I'll meet this person and what's going to happen with this and, you know, you get to the end of the mm. night and you have that debrief and maybe during the night you got a compliment or you gave one to someone else and it's just like... I think it's for me anyway, a lot of the time it's like, oh wow, like I love how you've how you've done your eyes. Like I can see how much effort you've put in. You look great. Like that's yeah. where I think the compliment should be coming from. Yeah, definitely. I agree. So moral of the story is you do you. Mm. Yeah. Just yep. dress how you want to dress. Find the, the rituals and routines that make you happy and like know that you're beautiful all the time mm. Mm. in in every form and how great that you get to explore all of those different forms and other people get to to witness that and be part of it too yeah agreed all right Woo. bye, bye guys, guys.